Hello. Um, welcome back to the Almost Canadian Hockey Podcast. Um, I am uh, Parker Warner. Uh, joining me tonight, uh, my uh, friend and colleague, uh, Justin Levine. Justin, how are you? Doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good. Um, it's been a hot minute since uh, I did one of these podcasts, just because, uh, just because I, you know, we've all, you know, we've been busy, um, and yeah, you know, it's good to good to get back at it. Um, you know, watching some hockey last night, watching some hockey tonight. It's been it's been good. Um, and hey, both our teams won tonight. Winnipeg won. Montreal won. Minnesota lost, but. Eh, I mean they're playing Colorado, so whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, the on the on the first, uh, Minnesota or no, not the first. I'm sorry, on the thirty first, they played really well against uh, Colorado, getting a getting a four three win in overtime. Um, like with you know a totally just a scratched, you know, lineup. Um, you know, Fiala was out with that suspension, and um, a bunch of players. Dumbo was out because of like COVID, and you know, a couple of the players were out. But uh, you know, they got got that win, which 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 was surprising. But uh, they lost tonight, so oh well. Get back at it in a couple days here, and then uh, uh, Canadians won uh, last night as well against. The Canucks. They won tonight against the Canucks. Um, Jets lost last night against the Can- against the Flames, not the Canes. And then they and they uh, you know bounced back and won tonight. So a lot of good hockey the last couple of days. Um, uh, Justin, what have you seen? Yeah, I've been watching the Montreal games in the midst of some NWHL coverage, but from what I've seen from the Canadians, there's a lot of offensive strength. And um, what I've also seen, which I think is unprecedented for the Canadians, is that it's coming early and it's coming often. And as a result of that, last night they won 6-2, and then tonight they won 5-3. So uh, a lot of credit goes, I think, in this case, to head coach Claude Julien. Um, and then the goaltenders, both Carey Price and Jake Allen, have been terrific throughout this two-game series, and Stefan White, who is the goaltending coach for the Canadians, um, doing some early work with both of them ahead of games. And I think that's, uh, you know, paid off in huge ways. And I think we're seeing, you know, right now the early start of a Canadians route in the Canadian division. Um, and I don't know that anyone could have seen a 7-1-2 record coming, yet here we are. So um, certainly a great way to kick off the season um, at this point now through about, 10 games so um i'm really impressed yeah like i like i said um in our last uh podcast you know i wanted to wait until you know a lot of these teams got to about 10 10 games to you know see where they're at and uh yeah it's been it, it it's been fun um i mean the wild are doing better than you know i thought they would well no not to lie they should be Personally, I think they should be like ten and two right now, but whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that uh, um, Montreal statement. Uh, I think Harry Price and Allen, uh, Jake Allen, have been doing very well. I think Jake Allen was like the best backup goalie in hockey. I mean, you know, Carey Price obviously can't uh, you know put, put skates on every single night, but 
Um, you know, when he's off, I, I, I don't think Montreal fans have anything to worry about in Jake Allen. Um, you know, I think he's probably the most solid, most solid player, most solid uh, backup goalie in the league. Um, I do want to point out, though, um, tonight uh, there are two canceled games. Um, Sabres, uh, Taylor Hall, Sabre against the Islanders. That was supposed to happen tonight. And then Devils, Penguins. Um, Devils have like 10 players on their COVID list. And Taylor Hall um, is out for the Sabres because of COVID. So both those got canceled pretty recently. I think the Devils. The Devils games got canceled last night, and then the, the Sabres got canceled like today. So, you know, COVID is sweeping the the NHL just like any other any other sport might. But we push on. Yeah, we certainly do. And I mean, from what I've collected at this hour, I can tell you that um, there are players who are not currently on that list who should be and will be added. Um, as they continue to collect more information within the team, it was known to be that during the Devils pair of games against Buffalo, which Buffalo, uh, according to sources, is livid at the fact that, um, you know, there wasn't a better sense of control uh, within the last little bit, uh, having games canceled um, rather than letting things go on and get to a point where now they're at risk, is that um, Severson and Palmieri uh are said to have both gone out together where to and you know everything else that surrounds that is unknown but what that does is a detriment to the nhl and um within this COVID season you think that grown adults understand this enough to respect guidelines but it seems as if we're not seeing that and as a result it's not just everson and paul mary there's a long list like you said of about 10 and Palmieri is not on that list. Meanwhile, uh, Severson is. Palmieri will be added. That should make 11. Um, so a huge concern. And again, Buffalo having to cancel their games as such out of um, caution more than actually positive tests on their end because of that. So, um, you know, a double whammy there because it takes out uh, any chance of them playing for at least give or take a week and that's not fair to them uh again given they don't actually have positive tests at this hour it was just precaution because now all of a sudden they have to go into you know anxiety mode and do an additional round of testing and getting hands-on testing as we already know is challenging and you know we're we're not at the point where vaccines are just available and flying off the shelf so um again a detriment to the national hockey league and certainly not fair to anyone um and you know Quite frankly, the blame is on the Devils players for this. And as a result, they will not be playing at least until February 6th, if not even a couple days later. Yeah, I would, if I had to guess, I, w- I would say probably later. I mean, I feel like, you know, Canada is the harder protocol on this. So could, could be, yeah, I think you're right with, with February 6th. My thought would be later. I would, if I, I mean, I would, of course, you, you know, don't want anybody to miss games, obviously, but. Um, you know, I feel like February 16th a little early just because like the whole 14 day quarantine thing, but, um, yeah, let's just, let's just hope they can get back out there as, as soon as possible, you know, um, cause I, you know, I know it's, it's, you know, upsetting when any, any game is canceled. Um, but yes, uh, speaking of COVID, obviously, um, Patrick Line uh, just cleared that protocol 
and he started his first uh, game was for the Columbus Blue Jackets against Dallas. Um, wasn't a very good game. He didn't get um, didn't get a point or anything. Um, Dallas ended up winning uh, six to six to three tonight. Um, but uh, you know, Lina, you know, we saw Lina in a, a Blue Jackets uniform. Uh, the other acquisition for that team. Um, uh, Roslovic, that's his name. Uh, Roslovic, he he did get an assist tonight. Um, so you know, uh, Roslovic actually, you know, do, uh, doing well for for uh, Columbus already. And yeah, hopefully Line can get a point um, in his in his next game. You know, I'm sure Col- uh, Columbus fans would love to see that. And uh, in a couple of days, we should see uh, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois actually, you know, play his first game as a Jet. I'm very excited for that. Um, you know, is, I think Pierre Luc Dubois, you know, is a fantastic player, and I'm excited to see what he can do for for Winnipeg. Yes, another headline to be uh, paying attention to in the days to come: Pierre Luc Dubois in a new scenery, and he wanted to go home, but um, he didn't exactly get to go home, but. He is on home soil, um, by all means, back in Canada with Winnipeg in exchange for Line and Roslovic. So um, hopefully he is cleared in the next couple days and, um, you know, we start seeing him on a better path. And, um, you know, I think Paul Maurice and team are going to do their darndest to make sure he's well taken care of and iced appropriately. Um, and that is led by GM Kevin Chevaldeyev. And then on the other end, um, you're going to see Columbus really um, amplify the use of Patrick Laine, um, who again made his uh, his debut with the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. So um, a lot of hype and excitement surrounding that as he joined the team about a day or two ago for their first skate. Chemistry will take time to set in, but um, you know, good time to be either one of those fan bases as a new scenery can help both of them. And they both knew there were rumors surrounding them for some time, and especially with the way Tortorella was treating Dubois and not letting him play, essentially. So, um, yeah, something to pay attention to. And while we talk about trade rumors, um, you know, there's word of and continues to be of at this hour of Victor Mede being um, shipped out, though GM Mark Bergevin of the Canadians did refute that claim. Um, He's someone who I know on a somewhat personal basis, and so I will work to continue to, um, you know, solidify some sort of scoop on that if I can. Um, but, you know, right now he's just, he's finally excited to be playing. After seven games, they finally let him play yesterday and again today. Um, yesterday they sat Brad Kulak, tonight they sat Alexander Romanov. But um, when we talk about trades, you have to look at what makes sense for teams. And in both cases for Line and Dubois, that made sense. So when you look at the Mede trade, it's about making sure that if that, if, you know, Bergevin was just trying to silence, um, you know, the critics that they get this one right when the time comes. So again, something to keep tabs on. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, you're, you know, his, you, you know him, you know, so I'm sure. I'm sure you have uh, more of a um, up, you know, up close and personal, um, you know, feeling with that being he's your, you know, your your, your acquaintance and and um, you know he's on your 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 favorite team, of course. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely something to look for there. Um, but yeah, just 
after after that whole uh, Dubois trade, there's the whole. It's just been a, you know a quiet week in uh, quiet week in hockey. Um, you know, just just everything's just been chugging away except for a few COVID COVID slip ups. Um, like you had just expressed with the with the Devils. Um, you know, I'm thankful that the uh, the Wild have been able to you know keep on playing. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's about. You know, that's a, that's a, about it in, in terms of like news, but um, I would uh, I, I would like to uh, point out the stars are five one and one after after that uh, after that really you know the the COVID start that they had um, right away they had a bunch of positive tests and you know they just beat Columbus and um, yeah, I, I haven't really been paying a whole lot of attention to the stars just because I'm not a big fan, but I they're five one and one. So they're really they are a team to be reckoned with. Um obviously being the runner ups for the uh, Stanley Cup, of course. Um yeah, I just I will you know, it's stars, five one and one, you know, force to be reckoned with. Um Justin, could they could they make a cup repeat? Could they make another appearance? What are your thoughts? I see it in two lights. One, yes, they have a chance to make a cup repeat. However, um, I only wonder is if is the detriment that they've suffered to this point in the season of you know where most teams are up to ten games and a singular team has only played five because uh, things in Dallas just go off to a you know, terribly poor start to say the least, where the roster just, you know, succumbed to COVID during training camp, um, what effect that might have. But if they keep this up and the NHL finds a way for them to get in a couple extra games near the end, absolutely, they've got a chance to uh, repeat. And I think a lot of us would like to see that. And there are some new faces to the roster this year, including Title Andrea, former OHLer. Um, I believe Thomas Harley is with the team right now, at least until the OHL season gets back underway, should it get underway. Um, so, you know, there are a couple uh, players I'm certainly going to be keeping my eye on for Dallas um, now that they're all healthy and finally playing, but um, a great way for them to get their season going on, um, you know, uh, more or less a win streak at this point with only one loss. So um impressed with what I'm seeing there and I think tonight was a statement win for them in a game that perhaps they had to with line eight in against them so um you know a thrilling way to uh continue onwards yeah that, that's a really good way to put it um yeah with with line eight and you know they have that extra that extra firepower um and they you know they really put put on a show they shut them down they they didn't allow any points from from Patrick line a, and like you know, they put they they uh just they they crush them six to six to one, and uh yeah you know Dallas uh looks to keep keep this going. Um, they play in their next game. They play well, big game on big big uh big day on Thursday. Um, they play the Blue Jackets again. On Thursday, um, looks like almost every team plays on Thursday. Um, yeah, like like I said, Sabres, Islanders, and Devils, Penguins postponed on on Thursday, of course. Um, but other than that, every every other game should be should be underway, which is which is good. I mean, like like I said before, you don't want any game postponed, but the the fewer the better. 
right? Um, but yeah, the. Um, I think what we really look for here is the ultimate safety and well being of each team, their coaches, executives, and players. And I think that's the NHL is doing a really good job at handling. And so while there are a couple of teams that are out, it's to protect them, those directly affected, and to protect those teams who aren't affected from being affected by getting infected. So um, the NHL, despite these challenges, continues to knock it out of the park in terms of their handling of it, whereas other leagues have not done such a good job of handling it. Um, the NFL is about to play at Super Bowl and um, what complications might even come just prior to that, that's anyone's guess. Meanwhile, um, you know, again, look at you look around and even not just men's sports, but women's sports, the NWHL is having a troublesome time handling uh, the virus in different ways I'm not going to get into today until um, maybe even tomorrow. Um, and, you know, I'll shoot myself a social uh, follow early only because it's something that you might want to pay attention to at Justin Levine HBS. The point being the NHL is doing a terrific job handling this and allowing as many teams as possible to play. And the schedule, what's really interesting at the NHL schedule is that there are some days that are really dead. And then some days, like you mentioned, that are full of games. Yeah, that's that's just something that like that happens with um you know with the way the the way the schedule is being all you know, a lot of double headers and um you know these these two game series. Um I was just talking to my uh my uh, other colleague and he, he actually really enjoys this two game series. He actually kinda wants to um uh, keep it this way. Um you know like following maybe not like interdivisional that which you know it's always fun to get your your, your inner squad uh, inner squad um you know other division matchups um but uh you know like following the in following years you know if we could have these two game series um it could be fun um you know other people they you know there's in other podcasts that, that i've listened to they really dislike this whole this whole uh you know baseball style series um setup but uh my i personally like it but uh yeah um going on to tomorrow though we were just talking you know talking about how it's, it's a great game great day for hockey one day and then not the next um tomorrow um hockey night in canada um Right, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday night, Scotiabank hockey, um, hockey night in Canada, hockey day in Canada, um, whatever it is they call it. Right. Um. Yeah. Wednesday night. Wednesday night hockey. Um. Got two games back to back. Um, the Detroit Red Wing Red Wings against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um. So. Yeah. Um. That it's kind of a no-brainer. Who's gonna who's gonna win that one? Uh, Detroit also has a few players on their COVID list. I'm actually surprised that that game's not postponed, but I'm glad that it is that it isn't. Of course, um, no, I think the Lightning are just gonna manhandle them. Manhandle them, and I, I think I think the uh, Lightning are doing really well without um, without Kucherov. Um, a lot better than I thought they might be doing. Um, just because Kucherov's my 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 personal uh, favorite player, 
Um, and, uh, no, you know, if they have Stamkos back, which is obviously big, has been a big boost to them, you know, having captain on your team. Um, but yeah, that should be a no-brainer for, for tomorrow. I'm just kind of hoping for a lightning shootout, not a shootout, a blowout, lightning blowout. And then um, the following game, uh, we're looking at the Bruins and Flyers. Uh, that's the, the, the nightcap at 8 o'clock. Um, yeah, the last time these two played, oh, God, that was a couple days ago. Um, and the Bruins kind of killed them. Um, oh, when was that? I just thought. Was it not? No, the Flyers, the, it was like a big, I'll find, I, I know, I'll find, I'll find the score here in a quick second, but um, yeah, any, any big interest in, in those two games tomorrow, Justin? I think the Bruins game is always bound to be an interesting one, honestly, no matter who they're playing and um, with Philadelphia, um, you know, I think it might, we might even see a goaltending duel. Someone I always like to keep an eye on is Carter Hart of the Philadelphia Flyers in net. Um, that could pose to them a challenge. But then again, Boston is Boston. They've got Marshawn Bergeron, um, who is the new captain of the Boston Bruins for the year. Um, so I, do I think Boston roots them? Yes. Do I think that Boston has to watch out for Carter Hart, however? Yes. And I think they'll get around them because that's what Boston does. They get around goaltenders and they make other teams look silly. So um, that could be a fun one to watch. Um, you know, I think that's my interpretation of that. Yeah, see, that's what I thought um, on on Saturday the 23rd. I thought that's when they, that's the last time they played. Or, you know, the, the game I'm thinking of anyway. Um, Bruins killed them 6-1. to one. Um, And yeah, Carter, it was uh, hard against, against Halleck. So, you know, they're, they're backup goaltender against the Flyers' starting goaltender. And, like, I like Carter Hart. I do. Um, and, he, yeah, Bruins just made – like you said, they made him look silly. And um, <laughs> it's uh, – it's just – I think I think it would be interesting. I think the, uh, the Flyers are looking for a comeback and um, – I, I, I hope it'll be, you know, a solid game. I, I, I hope both will be, you know, solid games. I, again, I think the Lightning are going to just, just beat the Red Wings silly. And, um, yeah, I think the Bruins and Flyers game should be should be a good one. Um, but, yeah, is there anything else that uh, they wanted to add? Um, I think we pretty much covered every base just because there's no not a lot of – not a lot of ah, – I'm sorry – not a lot of news going on um, besides the, the line thing and uh, Dubois, um, all that uh, going on, you know, which we'll definitely keep an eye on. Um, any, any, any other notes that you had? Yeah, I'll make two more notes. Number one, um, since you touched on Detroit, um, Bobby Ryan has become somewhat of a weapon there. So um, it's a hidden weapon, but it's one that has certainly shown its worth. Um, and I don't think many expected that, but it is what they're getting. Um, perhaps a new setting from the nation's capital here to Detroit, um, which is just down the road from uh, Canada, more specifically Windsor, maybe has done him more uh, more good than bad. So um, I think that um, while that might not get, get them the win, it's only going to get them closer to a win than perhaps they would be without him. So there's number one. Um, note number two was, oh, was note number two. 
sorry, you want to continue talking and I'll let it come back to me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I agree. I, I, it's funny that you say Bobby Ryan because I was, uh, I remember um, exactly when, exactly when Bobby Ryan became a threat. He was against Columbus and he uh, was great. It was right off the draw and he just shot it right in like a second, just right after the draw. It's fantastic. And like right, right then I knew Bobby, um, I knew uh, Hart was, oh my, Bobby Ryan. Why can't I talk? We're talking about Carter Hart. Bobby Ryan. I knew he was going to be, I knew he was going to be, you know, something this year. So definitely, uh, I agree with you. It's definitely uh, somebody to look out for. Right. And my other note was on the Toronto Maple Leafs with Joe Thornton, who has uh, returned from, I understand to be a fractured rib. And today at the Scotiabank Excellence Training Center, formerly, I believe it's called the Hershey Center or something along those lines, uh, he got some, um, I'd say celebrity treatment with cameras from Amazon Prime following him around for a documentary Amazon Prime is putting together on uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs journey. Um, and Brendan Shanahan was at the head of this project announced a couple weeks ago. And it's certainly going to be intriguing. Um, probably by the end of the year, it'll be out and ready. Um, I, again, I don't know who the director is, but I assume that this is going to be a really interesting documentary kind of thing to follow and um you know so good news for thornton and coming back under the stars and lights of the big cameras or camera um interesting way to do it so um you know here's hoping that he's healthy and his rib is feeling okay and allowing him to play um i believe Toronto returns to action uh again this being now wednesday february 3rd today so um again with almost every team on the map um you know should be nice to have him back. It wasn't a very long absence, but um, you know, just uh, we have to count on health these days more than anything, whether it be COVID or any kind of injury. So um, you know, uh, the condition of all players is being put as priority, which it always should have been, but especially this year, um, they're really focusing on well-being. And so I think that's really important. Yeah, I totally agree. Health is health is you know, well, you know the the most important thing this year. Now you know more than ever. Um, yeah, I personally, I, I thought Thornton was going to be out for like a month with that broken rib, but um, or fractured, broken, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was going to be out for longer, but yeah, if he can, if he can get out and help Toronto um, soon, sooner rather than later, you know, be great for the uh, uh, great for the team. Um, you know, Jumbo Joe, we love him. Um, how old is he now? 42, 41, 42. He, he's up there. Um, just one of the tallest, one of a few tallest players in the National Hockey League. I think he's just a little bit under Zdeno Chara, who stands as the tallest player in the National Hockey League. Um, and funny story on Zdeno Chara, actually, um, as we start to close things out for today's episode. I don't know if you saw this in ESPN, but um, the manufacturer that makes his sticks ended up sending his sticks to a random kid's house in New Jersey because, you know, we love that. And um, communications between the, the manufacturer and uh, the kid um, were, I want to use the word enticing, because originally the kid was kind of threatened by the company, um, which probably wasn't the right way to go about handling that. But then at the end of the story, it says that they want to thank him for his cooperation. But it was the, it was the shipper's fault for dropping it at his doors rather than dropping it off at a hockey arena. And this kid... Um, Greg Wyshynski of ESPN Sites is one who is 
Uh, he runs some sort of online clothing thing. And so he receives boxes every day to his house. But when you receive a box that tall, you have to question what's in that box. And so I think that that was really funny. Um, I feel bad that he is kind of threatened by the company who kind of failed to recognize what they did, um, at least what it came off as in the story. But um, nonetheless, it will be shipped to a nearby New York arena. I don't know if that's NASU or if that's Madison Square Garden as the Capitals are scheduled to be playing in New York. I know that much sometime this week. So um, really funny occurrence and not your typical you know, everyday thing, but um, hey, it's an unusual season. Unusual things are bound to happen. Absolutely. I mean, if, yeah, I, I uh, you got to think, like, if you, like, are these, you know, are these hockey sticks supposed to be going to this person's house? Wait, who who lives here? No clue. I don't know. Seems right. Here you go. Here's some, here's some hockey sticks. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a, that was a good story. Um, yeah, the fact that they that they like threatened the kid that, yeah, that, that, I I couldn't believe that I I read that as well. But um, fault that he received the sticks, which is the biggest issue to me, is the way they handled that. He didn't ask for the sticks to be delivered to his door. They had the equipment manager of the Capitals' name on the box, so threatening the kid when they, when what they should have done was dealt with it internally with the. Um, Sorry, apologies for that. When they what, what they should have done was dealt with FedEx, who I believe is the shipper for that. Probably. So many yeah. questions, but um, you know, unusual season, unusual things around to happen. Of course, but yeah, that is where um, that's where we're going to leave it off uh, for tonight, um, or today, whenever whichever time you're watching it or listening, I suppose. Um, yeah, uh, Justin, thank you so much for being on the Almost Canadian. Uh, hockey podcast um but yeah i uh yeah you know this it's, it's always fun when we when we get together to, to talk some hockey and uh yeah i hope i hope everyone stays uh happy healthy and uh yeah as i say on my podcast social distance wash your hands stay safe goodbye <laughs>